Alright. This is a second take. <laughs> Alright, everybody. Hey, uh, this is the Funbox Monster Podcast, and uh, I'm Tristan. Matt Awkward. And this is our guest, Damien. You may know him from Strangers Pray at Night and some other fine films. <laughs> he's, he's just kind of fucking... T- uh, yes, he plays the man in the mask, but not the good, not in the good one. <laughs> Actually, I absolutely loved Strangers Pray at Night, to be honest. I can't even bust your balls about it. I, I thought it was great. That's how it is. <laughs> it, it was great. Um, uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. You had the idea that we needed to come here and talk about the movie Iced. Right. Uh, this movie is impossible to find anywhere, so if you're going to watch it, you probably have to find it on YouTube in the lowest, lowest of lowest that's, quality. That's what I did. It looks better watching it on a phone than some it looks angel, watching it on something else. Some angel put it on YouTube. Yes. I mean, normally I don't condone such things. Of course. You go out, you pay for your things, man. But, but it doesn't exist anywhere. No, that's right. That's the one. It's the one. This is amazing. I, I wish I had the money to release this. Like, it seems like a real no-brainer. It's mm-hmm. fucking Wednesday Adams. You'd think that someone would want to. Where's Arrow on this? Arrow needs to get on that. Arrow, Arrow or Scream Factory oh, no. should be all over this. Scream Factory usually does, you know, like the the technically good movies. I'm doing my quote fingers. Okay. Uh, Maybe a Vinegar Syndrome. Maybe Vinegar Syndrome. Actually, Vinegar Syndrome would probably be exactly who needs to do this. Because they're kind of the the split between the total sleaze and good things. Um, Yeah, man. And ice commentary and stuff. That's the kind of stuff that Arrow really gets in there and digs up. Yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't just been released on one of those eight-pack... DVD things, the cheap ones, there like the five dollar. Yeah, that's true. Eight movies. <laughs> I haven't seen that on any of those either. Nope. Yeah, that would be great too. But I really, I want to see this in a full on Blu-ray. Take care of it, 4K restoration. <laughs> it deserves we, it. It deserves it. Yeah. Um, okay, Agreed. man. Let's I, get into it. The way that we usually do these podcasts is that I have extensive notes, mm-hmm. and so we literally get into this, and I'm just going to. Mm-hmm. give you plot lines and we can discuss this thing scene by scene mm-hmm. in just gory detail. Okay. All right. So, we start this movie. You have you open on a spooky backlit skier. Big explosion title sequence. When you say spooky, <laughs> the music tells me that it's spooky. <laughs> okay. That's all we know. We know that he's lit from the back, it's dark. He has his freeze ski- frame. Freeze frame. <laughs> Big also, red iced. Yeah, and you also know the the budget of this movie because the title sequence goes over a freeze With frame. With the freeze frame and the <laughs> music, and if you're just happen to walk by, you're like, oh, what what episode of Goosebumps? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very uh, yeah. It looks like a like the end of a Magnum PI episode <laughs> or something. Um, so we get this. We get cut to a bunch of skiers who are like skiing down a mountain at night with flares, which seems unbelievably dangerous. There's no lights. No lights at all, except for the flares that are just like dripping magnesium everywhere (laughs) as they're going. It's like, oh God, somebody's going to die. That's when you know they're good. Yeah, of course. That's how you know that they're quality road flares. Um, I meant the skiers. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we, we... we stumble into a relationship issue right off the bat. We have our we have our drama set up where there are these two there's a couple, they're having fun, 
and then some crazy dick comes up in the middle yeah. of it. The Alp skier. The <laughs> Jeff the Alp skier. <laughs> Jeff the Alp skier. He's he's known to have skied the, the Alps. Alps. Yeah, that's his. That's his thing. It's kind of a big deal. It, apparently, he's a big <laughs> deal. Um, and so they it challenges him to a race, very much like uh, like one crazy summer style. No, or, uh, I mean better off dead. Better off dead yeah. style. But also John Cusack. Yes. But also John Cusack. Yeah, and so. We have the him <laughs> pathetic ski race ever. Uh, that's the well. The, that's one of the wonderful things about this low budget movie. We have this ski race that's at a quote unquote giant ski mountain. Yeah, it's definitely and, not. It's not. It's not better off dead. No, uh, it is. Caliber. It is one hundred percent not a real ski mountain that they are skiing down. They the trees are like four feet apart. The whole movie is more like the duel between him and Ricky. <laughs> yes, with the skis. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It literally is so. It's so small. Well, they I couldn't wonder, get side to side. I wonder if side. they did like a bunny slope thing. They didn't even groom it. Like no. the, the snow was like five inches deep around their like, skis. They keep going and, back to the same tiny hill. Like the one, yeah. It's it's just literally a location <laughs> in the woods. There's no way that's a real ski mountain. Um, like you couldn't. There, there's no way you could do anything there. Mm-hmm. It's like cross country skiing is what it looks like. Um, but then, so so we get some sort of. I guess they're challenging each other for the right to date this woman, even though she has definitely said she has no interest in dating Jeff, the Alpskier. Jeff the Alpskier. I couldn't tell any of the characters apart, so I don't know oh, what you're talking well, about. Well, that is Just okay. So, so Jeff is the is the person who we don't like. We don't like Jeff. Okay, <laughs> he's the bad guy. Well, he's kind he, of a hothead. He's the one that was uh, friend zoned. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, and Corey, Corey is the one that we like apparently. Yep. So, so Corey is the one who actually is in a relationship with this woman who wants to be in a relationship yeah. with him and has said, I like this person and I don't like you. And he still wants to challenge him to a ski race. So he crashes, of course, sadly. But, 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 the, um, but he gets tripped. This is, this is the part that bothered me. Wait, whoa, whoa, what? Yeah. I don't think I noticed that. When they're skiing... Jeff uh, Corey actually puts his skis on top of Jeff's and made some fall. Oh, That's what, what ended the race. Dick. But at the Street same time, rules. but at the Street same rules. time, Corey does not seem like a dick at all. Well, so it's like, why the hell would he do that move? Or, or also, was it an accident? Like the movie didn't make it clear. That's because Corey after. walking around is different from Corey on the slopes. Oh man, <laughs> Corey on the slopes, he's going to do what he has to do. So dynamic. <laughs> Okay. Corey that, does what he's got to do to survive. Because he stops after he trips him. He's like, hey, are you all right, man? Yeah. Like, so, I mean, it, I thought it was kind of an accident. And maybe it was. And Jeff took it like... So weird. Well, yeah. And then... in The way this movie's edited, too, I feel, leaves a lot to be questioned. Like, things happen, you're like, oh, did, is that what that meant? Is they that don't mean? set up any two shots in this movie. No. Like, there'll be, there'll be reaction shots... And then another reaction shot, and never will the two people be in the same shot together. <laughs> and especially when he throws the ski pole at him, cuts to a reaction shot of Corey. The ski pole doesn't appear no. in, on frame <laughs> like you would obviously assume from a, a shot like that. And then it's just like, okay, scene's done. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So he, I guess he wins this ski race. Then he goes back to the room. He's he's won and now he's like with this with this girl that he was with yep. normally. And Jeff has the room right next to them. 
and they're just laughing. They're just, just laughing and chuckling. Having a drunken, drunken good time. They're having a drunken good time. I think they're arm wrestling. I'm not yeah. 100% sure and because Cor- the quality Corey, was very a, low. Corey's just a great drunk actor. <laughs> yes. Corey's a great drunk actor. So is Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Jeff busts. So Jeff, Jeff, I love how Jeff's drinking in bed, too. With just one glass in one hand, the whole bottle in the other, just chilling in bed, listening to them, having fun. <laughs> yep. Shaky hands and like, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. So, so he busts in the door and then says his crazy, crazy rap to them. And then she just beats him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she takes him out like a Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. Just controls him in, like... No moment did he have any movement. Like, she physically overpowers him. Like massively. Like with a single hand, just holds him by the throat and yeah. is like, buddy, you're done. You're done. Yeah. It's time for you to leave. Yeah. Just like, come on, buddy, you make it a real fool yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Corey's all. And Corey is just kind of on the bed. You're making an asshole yeah. of yourself. You're yeah. making, I, I, I'll not forget it. Because I was, you know, you expect him to say ass, but he... It's a You're whole. making an asshole of yourself <laughs> is a great expression. It's a good line. It's it good is. Line. What so, if that was written, or if that's just that would just happen organically? Oh my god, it, it would These be amazing. because well, he, find he out would have said ass, but character. he's drunk, so he said asshole. Right. Like he's, he's really good at method drunk acting. Brilliant stuff. But there's there's a lot of improv in this movie. That uh, there's some scenes where they're going between rooms and all sorts of things when they're supposed to do like ad libbing, yeah. like you guys are having fun and being friends, and they're like, hey. Okay, that's great. That's <laughs> just like nothing. Oh God. And okay, so after she after she manhandles him, they have sex, mm-hmm. and it is set up against him. He's going to go. He's going to go suicide ski. I guess win the race by himself. I I couldn't figure out if this was just him saying I'm going to go kill myself. I don't think he was going to kill himself at all. I think he was just going to maybe prove that he can go down that mountain. Really? And and this is what I found super funny too is there's never a lift there. Like, no, 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 no. He, oh, he climbs it's so the, sad. He climbs a whole fucking mountain. He's like with ski boots on, yeah. and he's just like he looks so sad. And he's and drunk pathetic. and falling down the whole time. Oh my god! Yeah, I. D- that was really sad. But it was punctuated with him skiing, mm-hmm. them having sex, him skiing, them having sex, and then they move over to this chair next to a broken TV, <laughs> which grossed me out. <laughs> All I could think of was, God damn it, somebody else has to use that fucking hotel room. This is so <laughs> disgusting. Then I realized that that's probably every hotel room I've ever been in, and I was like, oh, that's right. Oh, God. That's right. <laughs> I don't like this. Um, so, where do we go after that? It's, uh, da, 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 da. So uh, Four years later, right? Yeah, or, then we cut to four years later. Yep. And we're in a van with them traveling and it's Corey oh my god these names uh they had names yeah (laughs) Corey and his girlfriend yeah exactly that's the problem is that it doesn't matter Corey and his girlfriend that's why I never take name notes they're driving (laughs) and she decides that she's going to read the entirety of the brochure that is bringing them up to this chalet and they're also named MacGyver for some reason. Holy shit, that killed me. <laughs> that was so distracting. Mr. and Mrs. Mr. MacGyver. MacGyver, you're invited to a ski weekend. Ah, uh, <laughs> I love the sound of that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh, speaking of no two shots, you have Lisa Loring in the back of this this truck. 
Who we never know for the first few minutes. Who you don't, even there. you don't know that she's there. You don't see her in the outside shot of the van. It looks like two people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they didn't plan that she was going to be in the van and then they, they had couldn't to... couldn't afford her for, you know, she's a big star. <laughs> well, the, big this, star. Is, this is the big question because the, the, the sound is different from her when she's in the backseat. When the shot hits her... Whenever her reaction comes up, yep. there's a different car noise than there is for them. Was the car even moving when she was on? Yes, track? you could it see was. something moving. Okay. You could see trees going in the background, okay. but like she had like there was car noises yeah. in their version, and then her version, no car yeah. noises whatsoever. <laughs> so her reaction cuts in totally different ambient sound, <laughs> and also she says things that don't necessarily line up. They probably had her for like you know a week or something. Yeah. I just shoot her stuff out. That's, I mean, that's my... I mean, she's got the and credit. You know, she, that's, that's oh, does she? Credit. She and got an and. Lisa Lauren. I, as Jeanette. You would think that this would have been a bigger movie. I just, like, it's still yeah. blowing my mind. Also, I, I have to say, like, before we even go anywhere, like, I think, I'm surprised she wasn't a bigger movie attraction. Like, I'm surprised she didn't do more stuff. She's, kind of okay in this mm-hmm. she's attractive she has kind of an elvira thing going that she could pull off i'm surprised that she didn't get more work it's a weird no comment <laughs> listen there's a lot of bad line reads in this movie but it's not necessarily the actor's fault no. in a lot of cases i don't think i, I don't know her deal uh exactly so, you know, yeah. I, I don't know what if you know if it's readily available why well, yeah, she's not in more things or she, anything. But she um, definitely had. A, I mean, during the '90s, she went on every talk show to talk about her her life, and it was insane. Her her life was insane. Oh my god, she post mar- post uh, what was the show? Adam's family. A post Adam's family. I mean, I think around this time she married a porn star who was like the biggest porn star in in movies at that time. He'd done like 500 movies or something insane. She wound up with a heroin addiction. They did all these crazy things, and she went on like Maury and all these things to talk about it. And uh, all right, well, but there she, you go. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's it. But Maybe I mean, that's why she wasn't in more stuff. But come on. Also, she was an iced. Yeah, but she was also an iced. Oh shit, are we talking about iced? Oh yeah, that movie's great. <laughs> we should watch that. That should ruin everyone's career. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that's not available now, but it was just <laughs> as available as the rest of the shit. That's true. Um, you know, in the in the horror section, <laughs> I rented it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, um, I would imagine so. I'm surprised this wasn't all over like USA Up all night and those sorts of things too. That's a. It's so bad. It doesn't have any any endearing quality to it. Yes. The only thing you could you could pluck from this movie is the kind of alarmingly softcore sex scenes. In it's it. it's a net because miss. O- is otherwise it's shot so flat and <laughs> and like. Canadian soap opera. They went there's, all there's no out on the sex scenes. They went all out on the sex scenes. And you get men butt. And you, you get men get, butt. You don't yeah, get yeah, men butt a lot. I mean, you know, you're not getting penis, but... Uh, you're still getting men butt. You get men Props butt. Props for the men butt. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there, there's... So it's, it's flat. It's obviously just wildly incompetent. Um, <laughs> there, there are some wildly incompetent moments, especially you know, in the but writing. But that's what is endearing he, to me. Yeah, of course. I love that stuff. Yeah, but you, but at least usually with that you get the you know like attempt at like gore or something. 
it's, that's not even here. Yeah, it is surprising how little gore you get. Oh, okay, but moving on to the the dude with the mustache. I mean, we're jumping ahead a little bit, mm-hmm. but mustache guy oh, who's like yeah, who's Lisa Loring's person. Nice. That was pretty great as far as deaths go. <laughs> he was just like mustache guy pulls over on the side of the road, kind of crashes his car because yeah. his cigarette drops. Oh, because the road's closed. Because the road's closed. And the then I don't even I don't even think the ci- I don't even think the cigarette drop caused a car crash, did it? Oh, I don't know. I was gonna bring that up because it seemed like that to me seemed like a half baked idea that didn't go anywhere. Like he had a cigarette and he set it down, then it fell on the floorboard. Then I think he crashed. Like I don't even think he was looking for it. Oh. He's got that piece of paper, right? He's got the directions. <clears throat> yeah, but he's got it on the seat next to him. And it just it's a piece of paper, but he's acting like it's. It's an anvil or something he can't pick up and pull to his face. So he has to keep leaning over yes. to look at it. And then, yeah. And then, and then we see, like, the road closed sign. Right. But, like, is the road actually closed? Or, or did he it? close it or for did... some sort of Looney Tunes That's antics with killing him? Iced. Yeah. And then there was no reason for his car to go off the road. Unless he wanted to just say ice. Right. I mean, there wasn't any obstacle or... But then he goes to the trunk and he looks at the chains that you put around yeah. your tires. He's like... Hmm. He's like I recognize these. Was I supposed to put these on? I'd like I. I don't know if that I was his he, reaction. I thought he was gonna try to put them on at first, and then I was like, he was like, ah, it's too hard. Fuck that's it. that's too much work. I'm just gonna sit here and hope I get killed. <laughs> and then he does, and he gets turned into a gross like clothes and cherry slushy pile on the ground. Well, he gets run over by the construction truck, and which, but which I felt really had an Austin Power quality to it, <laughs> like the steamroller scene. No. Yeah, exactly. He's. <laughs> so easy to get away from. <laughs> yeah. It's moving at like two miles an hour. You but, got four foot snowbanks on each side of you. Like climb up on that. That thing's not going to go through those. And, and worse than that, <laughs> you also have just like the way that he gets killed mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, you could have had him run over. You could have had him scissored in half with the giant plow part. Instead, it plants itself on top of him. And then just spins, spins the wheel until he turns into well, just pudding. Well, did it plant it, or was that just cheap? I think that was just cheap. I think so too. I don't. Think. <laughs> and then it's just like all that's left is is blood and a pair of pants. Yeah, just blood, <laughs> <laughs> blood and pants. That's all we have left. Oh my god. Oh, the other thing that really bothered me. I don't know if this <laughs> this is too completely irrelevant to everyone else, but his his wife slash girlfriend looks so much like Bruce McCullough in drag as Tammy from the Kids in the Hall. It killed me. She even makes the same little faces, like little facial expressions that he makes when he's Tammy. I like, Oh my god, it, it was bothering me the whole time I was watching it. Maybe that character's based on... God, that would be amazing. Eyes. Oh, wow. It wasn't too long after. No. Years. No, that was like... that. It, and you know what? Those guys probably rented themselves some ice, to, you know, a couple of You know? I probably. Oh God. Okay. So now, after we have this death, we get to the we get to the bar. No, the death is yeah. Either way, we're at Sounds the bar. Sounds good. Yeah, we're at good. the bar, um, and we have all the fun '80s. Like everybody's having fun '80s time, so they do all the shots where it's like, "Look at that! I'm jumping up on the bar and sitting on it. Look at me over here! I've got a funny hat on." Yeah. <laughs> some good music and some yeah some real like fake oingo boingo type, you know, new wave crapola music. Um, and then that's where we're introduced to the mustache guy. So we've... Well, it's 88, you know? That was, it was 88, right? Yeah. It's pretty late. late it's pretty game. late for that kind of music. Wait, who are you talking yeah. about the mustache guy? You're talking about the, the cocaine cowboy? 
No, mustache no. guy. So we're, I thought mustache guy just got killed. Mis- yeah, so that's why. Do we, we have two mustache guys? No, no, no. This is the same mustache guy. He got killed. <laughs> yeah, we jumped ahead. But we had gone to the... We got, we met him at the club. Oh, okay. That was Lisa Loring's boyfriend. Yes. Who is... Uh, I, Scott, let's say. Sure. Let's pretend his name is Scott. Oh, Scotty Mustache. Um, so, Mustache Guy is at this club. Then he, they have to break up to the, like go in different directions. So, he takes his own car. They go in the van. Yeah. And that's what happens. Okay. So, that's, what, that's where we're at. Okay. So, oh, yeah. And, yeah, we're missing everything because this is where he cuts to, to him, to Jeff. Oh, yeah. And he's in we the dark bar. Yeah. <laughs> These pages here with all the words on them. Yeah. Are those all ice notes? Yes. What the hell is wrong? Dude. That's what I said. Because I pay attention to ice. I care. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Come on. (laughs) Listen. So the shot with Jeff talking to talking to well the wall. We don't want to we don't want to spoil it. But so for these purposes he's talking to himself uh, in this shot. But it just, it cuts from them having wacky 80s fun mm. in this brightly lit, happy 80s bar to Jeff Solo, in this smoky, pitch black table room. Sad, like moose head over the fireplace, <laughs> extinguished fire, dark room, talking to himself at a table about how much his friends suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a real nice juxtaposition. But then, is he really talking to himself? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. We no, find he's talking to <gasps> someone else. Other guy. That other, yeah, exactly. So you don't. Names. Nobody. Knows. Uh, I hit Alex Bourne. Holy shit! Good job. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Who's Alex Bourne? The real estate agent. Yes. We. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. Alert. That's a spoiler. Shh. <laughs> um. So. Bourne. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I'm so, so iced. Yes, iced. Okay. <laughs> so we have this so we're already at the point have we we're already four years later. Yes. We've already gotten past all this stuff. Yep. Okay, good. So that's <laughs> oh shit, we didn't even mention the awesome POV shots that are that are coming in here. We've got, so Killer POV shows up right before he kills Mustache Guy, which is goggles with the big crack in the middle that looks like the Jaws right. mouth. It looks I, like do the, like, I do like that effect. It was kind of cl- it was kind of clever. It looks like the... Uh, uh, it, uh, all of a sudden, the movie's starting to come together a little bit. It, you know, it kind of is. No. No. <laughs> uh, okay, so then they get into the... So they all arrive at the house, yep. and then they start looking around. And is it, I think it's Lisa Loring's character. She does. She goes upstairs. She goes upstairs and she's looking around and then spooky music happens. And then somebody jumps out of the closet. It turns out to be. And just starts like sucking face over, right? Just like, like straight like up super assaults. Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Like straight up assaults her. And it turns out to be. <laughs> and then he's like, surprise, it's me, coked your friend. Out, coked out scumbag Carl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, yep, now we just have to deal with him for the rest of the movie. He's got a little shitty L.A. ponytail. <laughs> and his hair is shaved in like a vanilla ice pattern. And he's got a whole little ear. drug baggy kit. It's got and drugs a and a gun. He's just, and more than that, he just sucks. Aside from just like being like a salty and like, like unforgivably yeah. awful. 
and every other form. He also has like a pile of drugs and a yeah. pistol. I can't he's like, he's take a, the hair like, in this movie. He's like oh a shitty God. hunter. Like Lisa Thompson. Laurie's hair in this movie is just <laughs> she, the most distracting thing I've ever seen. When she's movie. introduced to us, she is dressed just like Latoya Jackson. She has the big like round headband thing and like matching outfit. Straight up looks just like Latoya. Oh, I Jackson. love the clothes in this movie. Oh man! Oh, Carl's. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Carl's outfit is okay on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mind that shirt, but on Carl, it just makes me hate him even more than I do. <laughs> oh, God, Carl. Man, what a fucking character. Oh, okay, so, and then we get introduced to the other people who are showing up at the cabin, who uh, are... The baby doctor. The baby doctor. Who <laughs> has... It's 1988. Mm-hmm. How do you have something that says Baby Doc yeah, on, baby board? Doc on board? Two years ago, Baby Doc Chevalier was fucking, like, killed in... No, he wasn't killed. He was just taken out of power in Haiti. But, like, he's one of the most notorious murderers of all time. Tortured and murdered... Who the hell are you talking about? Baby Doc? I don't know Baby Doc. He was the... I thought it was just a play on Baby on board. Well, it was a play on Baby on board, but Papa Doc was, the, was his father who ran Haiti... And then he took over when his father died, and he was Baby Doc. Uh, I can't remember what his last name was, but he was the he was the Haitian ruler, and he was a torturing, murdering like Pol Pot style dictator. I don't think dictator. this sign has anything to do with it. No, but I feel like I feel like you would kind of like. I feel like the people that made Ice don't didn't. Know you don't think that they? <laughs> I feel like it was all over also, Time magazine. Also, I don't think they had ever seen another movie before. I would. <laughs> you know what? I can, I can believe that. Hey, Cat wants to say something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, this was the scene that you were just watching. Comes up while they're like, let's all go out and go skiing together. Yeah. And then they're like, having fun. And and it just reminds me of all the times I've gone skiing with my buddies. And we just laugh and we roll on the ground. And I put my head <laughs> on my buddy's crotch and we just share a flask and yeah. talk about the good times. A uh, very risky and... and, and uh, it's ahead of its time. Very ahead of its time, homoerotic uh, outing there. They are so touchy. Really, <laughs> you know, applause. You know, I, I hope that's... Bravo. Do you think that was what it was? <laughs> I've always wondered that. Do you think the actors felt we were doing that? Like, this is... Oh my God. Did they do that roll around? Or did the director be like, I want you to lay like that? I feel like they were all doing a ton of coke. And they just like <laughs> were like, whatever happens, man. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> the, you know, they read the script. So and so says this, and 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 then they laugh, um, you know, because it's <clears throat> the the guy writing the screenplay you know, wants some, uh, you know, a, a nice moment there of humor. Yes, but the things they're saying aren't actually funny. No. but it says and so and so laughs, so they both have to to laugh during it, and um, I do always enjoy the forced laughter moments <laughs> in such movies, and there's quite a bit of it in this homoerotic scene yeah and that was and also this is the scene where they're they're literally what they're laughing at they're making fun of the death of Jeff yes. yeah. while Jeff is watching from the bushes yeah no good no good so that's that's not great and that had a really good line actually that was probably the best line in the movie was it's gonna be just like old home week old funeral home week <laughs> <laughs> like oh man that should have been the tagline for the movie <laughs> So, yeah, 
All right. Now the real estate guy shows up. Yeah. We, we get him. Oh, we get him having sex dreams first, right? In his office? Yes. He's, he's having sex dreams. He's having sex dreams with Lisa Loring, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's, yes. So all of a sudden we're just like, he's sitting there and... Oh no! Was he having sex, or was he having the the, the skiing vision? Oh, he was he was having or was he yes. Having both? No, no, no. This wasn't the this wasn't the sex one yet. This okay, was the, so the skiing vision. This is the skiing vision. He saw, he saw Jeff get killed. Yep. And then. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> I love what, what happened. <laughs> I just got iced. You just got, got iced. iced. Um, yes. So I love when the secretary comes in and, and catches him, and he's having this vision thing, and he's like, "Oh, I was having one of those. What do you call it? Premonitions? Visions?" Uh, you know, eh, fuck it. you know those, you know up. those things where you have where you have a premonition of someone dying in a skiing accident <laughs> yeah. that you've never met before. Yeah, those, those. But then he just forgets it so quick. Like, he's just like, yeah, whatever. Cat <laughs> does not want to be picked up and taken away. Apparently. Oh. And the secretary has a has a hand. hot date too. <laughs> yes. For some reason. Yep, she has a hot date because everybody has a hot date in this. She, that was Except some kind Carl. of. Oh my god, that was some spectacular wooden acting by that yes. actress. That was... That have a was, good weekend. Yeah, you too. Oh, I will. I've got a hot date tonight. I have a hot date. Oh my god, it was like super like Ed Wood style like cardboard box of acting. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, very much enjoyed that. Come quick. Everybody's been murdered. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we have the doctor and the wife. Now they're, now they're here. He's a freak show. And he is a freak show. I say we take a survey and see who's up for guilt psychoanalysis. <laughs> like, yeah, some shit like yeah. That. Uh, the writing for him was was special. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> so, oh shit, yeah. Let's see who's best candidate to be psychoanalyzed. Yep. It's how and I survive. It's how rich. yeah, being being detached is how I survive yeah. and how I get rich. rich. You can tell I'm rich because I'm driving a Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, that is not well, it's 1988, uh, you know. In 1988 dollars a Jeep Cherokee is like it's just like today but just just know, a little more. <laughs> it wasn't as rusted out as it would be now. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. Oh my god. Trina exercising in the kitchen. Oh yes. Always with the barbells. You have a scene where she's doing the push-ups on the counter. Every single time they're in the kitchen, uh, somebody, barbell with a rolling pin. Somebody else is cooking, and she's working out. Leg kick-ups. That's her thing. In the Rockadile shirt. Yeah. What was that shirt? I couldn't. It was the Rockadiles. It. it was Rockadiles. I thought it said Rockadillos, which is <laughs> even weirder. Like Rock Armadillos. Okay. Is that a thing? Do you, do you know I don't know. I, I assume it was some sort of terrible local band at the time yep. that did something for the soundtrack. <laughs> um, this is when Tina tells her, or Trina tells her heartbreaking story at the table. They're all eating dinner, and she has this, like, everybody goes around and they're talking about bad date nights. <laughs> and then she gets a little, like, oh, you've decided to take this opportunity to tell a traumatizing story from your past yes. kind of moment. And she's like, and then I, I stuffed my bra, and but then the rain came, and it My tits got it. soggy in the rain. Soggy in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then she gets really pissed off at Carl for, for looking at her boobs. Yes. Even though she's telling a giant story about them right then. <laughs> Maybe I'm, he was just looking at that rocket doll. He... <laughs> He probably was. He was probably really excited. That's the excuse I would have used. He's a really big fan of Rockadile. 
Oh, I was just noticing your shirt. I like that band a lot. Yeah, Rockadale. <laughs> they're so good. Don't they do that song? They do that great cover of Mustang Sally. <laughs> What's I, the shirt look like? I, I would the, agree with that. Is it these Rockadiles? <laughs> it actually might be. Oh my god. Do we have a real Rockadile shirt? There's gotta, the be like, there's gotta be like a hundred bands called Rockadiles. Not, but not, this is the <laughs> Rockadiles. Alright, hold on everybody. We need to pause to take a look at these Rockadile shirts. I'll be right back. Hey guys, I'm sorry to break in here, but uh, I just wanted to tell you that Coast City Comics is offering 20% off to subscribers every day for everything in the store. So if you guys come in and you subscribe to, let's say, 10 titles through us, we're going to give you 20% off everything in our store. That's pretty amazing. You should subscribe today. You can go through our website, www.coastcitycomics.com. You can come into the store. You can just give us a call. We ship stuff over $25 and we're going to ship for free. CoastCityComics.com. Okay, so now we get to the point where... Are we done with the Rocket Oh, well, I mean, we've found out that Alamo... <laughs> we've now learned that Alamo Drafthouse had a showing of this and made fucking Rocket Owl shirts. We ne- I never said they made shirts. Oh, really? Like, oh, you just oh. said, of course, they made shirts. Damn it. I was there one. anyone at that screen? Yes. There was... The- <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, was Lisa Loring there? Yeah, or Jeff Quitney? Quitney. Quickly, quickly. Is he there? I don't know. I wasn't looking. Damn it. Is he live? <laughs> I don't know that either. <laughs> okay, wait. So we hit the point where we got back to the, the... So there was the bra stuffing story. Yep. Everyone was sad. She brought the room down. And then we go to stock footage of people at a real ski mountain <laughs> going down going down an actual ski slope, <laughs> which they absolutely do not have access to mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. No. And then... Real estate guy takes a bath. Yes. And has a sex premonition. A very saucy one. A very saucy sex <laughs> premonition about Wednesday, about mm-hmm. Lisa Loring. So, that's weird. And also we find out that his dad sucks. Yeah. He calls and just berates him and is kind of a dick. And I'm going to make you proud, dad. And then doesn't say goodbye <laughs> and is just kind of a bummer. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a bummer. Okay, so and then you gotta call me when I'm dreaming of sex. Yeah. <laughs> then he gets okay, so he gets out of the bathtub, and he's like drying off whatever else, and then in the shaving mirror, we get a little glimpse of little Jeff. There's a little Jeff in there. Yeah. So he's watching this guy bathe. <laughs> so that's cool. So we've got we've got him in there as well, which is. Weird. Wait, is this the scene where the real estate broker stays the night too? Because the snow, or am I jumping? No, no, no. This is before that. This before is before the, okay. it happened. He was having these premonitions yep. in his wherever he lives. Okay. And so, what That's we right. based on what we know later, it makes zero sense that he saw that there was a little tiny yeah. version of Jeff looking at him. <laughs> so, that's very strange. Um, and <laughs> so, what's next? Oh my God! Yeah. Okay. All right, so so she gets into this this thing where she's now we're back. The real estate developer goes over to the goes to the chalet to meet them at eight thirty at night. At eight thirty at night to try and to give sell them this the, timeshare to try yeah. and sell a timeshare. Um, and in the middle of that, she Lisa Loring basically decides 
when he's no she decides when he's on the phone like she literally talks to him on the phone for like three words four mm-hmm. words and she's like I'm gonna fuck this guy yep just like just a switch went off and she was like you know what I've made my decision I'm done with mustache guy <laughs> he is yesterday's news this is all about this this new random person I've literally yep. never seen before in my life and she goes hard on him. Now, here's here's what I didn't understand. It felt did I, maybe I missed missed this, but it seemed like they came over. They were all talking. She macked on him. But the next thing you know, they're fucking in the tub. <sighs> but then was, it's like, but then it's like they're back with everybody else. Like that was that was my problem. I, five minutes later, it's like did, 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 were they just like we just need a nude scene. We just need a fucking right. sex scene. We we don't know where to fit it in. But why wouldn't they do it like after the fact? Why did they all get back? The the problem is I don't and know. And that's where it comes into play. Like, was he dreaming again? Was he like? Is he just imagining this whole thing? Did, Did they never happen? have sex? Yeah. That was what I thought. It made me think that they literally had never had sex, and they just kind of crammed <laughs> these scenes together. But what kind of movie just breaks for a five minute sex scene? That's iced. just a dude's dream. Ah, uh, ice. Gotta sell it. That movie was iced. <laughs> I, that's the only thing selling that movie <clears throat> is 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 boobs and butt. Yeah, and it, it also seems like also known as T and A. Oh, oh, really? Oh, is that is that movie industry stuff that that I wouldn't know? <laughs> Cut the inside. I didn't. Here. I didn't know we had an insider in the among us. Just a little bit, of that, a little nugget for you. <laughs> a little bit of the biz. <laughs> oh, I I can't believe that you guys are still talking about Iced, by the way. Like, oh, absolutely. No, we're gonna keep going I until we have like exp- dissecting the script. Yeah. There was no script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was. Come on. I'm going to buy a copy on eBay, and I, we're, we're going to sit around, and we're going to do scenes from it. Do you, do you know my, my greatest regret in life? Uh, it was suggesting that we all watch Ice. I, <laughs> as it should be. Not only did I have to sit through it again. No. But it's like I'm reliving it again. It is. Here. In yeah. fact, it absolutely is. This is all yeah. your fault, dude. Yeah. Normally we would do something a little bit more interesting, but I had to dissect this thing. You missed Hard to Die Night. Yeah. <laughs> you could have done Hard to Die. What's that? It's one of those John Woo action movies or something? <laughs> nope. Steven Seagal? What is it? It is a... Van Damme? It is a Slumber Party Massacre movie. It was uh, Slumber Party Massacre 3... Sort of. It takes place in a skyscraper, and everybody wears lingerie the whole oh, movie. Oh, yeah, I, I know. What you're yeah, see, you missed that. Out <clears throat> we did two Jim Wynorski movies in a row. Not a fan. Uh, <laughs> this, you're um, never going to get anywhere in this business not kissing up to Jim Wynorski. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Missing out on that $100 a day. Yeah, you are. Yep. So, oh, th- now we've got, we've got these people who they are now just literally in a makeout party. Mm-hmm. So everybody has a couple except for Carl because everybody hates him. So he goes. No, he just sits on the he sits on the couch like being stoned out of his mind. Did we miss the naked Carl scene yet? Did we get there? Oh, uh, yes. I think we're there. We also get Carl, man, but yeah, Carl, who is in As surprisingly he... good shape, probably because of all the cocaine. Yes. Um. Yeah. And he has a weird dream sequence too. Everybody's dreaming in this movie. Yes, and everybody thinks. Well, yeah, he has a big dream sequence, yeah. and everybody keeps accusing him of being the person who's fucking with everybody because he sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates him, and so they assume that he's the one who set this whole thing up because he sucks. 
And uh, <laughs> then the doctor gets called called away for an emergency C section. Like, yeah, there's no other doctor around. There's no other doctor around. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere, and in a he snowstorm. He's like, I can get there. I like, can get, get there when? Like four hours. Four for hours for an emergency, emergency C section. <laughs> I do like that. So he, so of course he he takes off and then gets a ski pole through the throat. That was kind of cool. It was. It was very like Kevin Bacony mm-hmm. kind of. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I I maybe saw a cut version of of uh, really this. Yeah, no, it was actually it was not a bad effect. It you was see like, the pole coming out through the neck. Yeah, coming out through the back of or front of his throat. It's okay. It was admirable. It. I mean, a for effort. A for effort. It was it was definitely the best gore scene in the entire movie. There wasn't really anything else. Um, and then his. Because next you have his wife getting killed by an icicle. The icicle, but it happens. Off it happens camera. off camera. You do you see, see them it. in the car later. Yes. You see her later with the icicle stuck out of her eye. Yeah. But yeah, and it was just an excuse to cut to that uh, that ice pick in the in the bucket of ice. <laughs> I did like that cut. It was yeah. Again, they tried. <laughs> um, also, she's shrieking her head off, mm-hmm. like when when she's running around out there and nobody hears anything. Yes. <laughs> yep. Okay, so, oh God, and this part sucked worse. This was, uh, the Carl gets, like, even more gross and, like, rapey with, uh, uh, with yeah, Lisa Loring. Like, that was, like, Pulls her hair back and everything, like. I'm glad that that scene lasted about two seconds. And then that, it just cut away. It just cut away, and like, they pretended like nothing happened. Yeah. Like, just, oh, now we're cutting directly to Lisa Loring going into the hot tub. Mm-hmm. That was it. She was, like, <laughs> don't know what happened. Lisa Loring goes into the hot tub. We have like an hour of Lisa Loring naked in the hot yes. tub. And okay, <laughs> they just used all the footage. <laughs> That's just, they, just, they didn't even cut it. We, just, we got her naked. We're going to get our money's worth. Oh my just God. They, I mean, they kept cutting back to it. They cut back to it like they four times. They cut back post mortem too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was my. This is jumping it. Don't let it go. Oh, they don't. Oh my God. And so she gets electrocuted in the mm-hmm. hot tub. That's the next kill is that, and then it's a the, very creative kill. Yeah, it was <laughs> that was not very exciting. But the next one was actually a little more creative. You've got the guy with the bear traps. <laughs> that and part was fucking awesome. The, this could stand to go wrong a billion ways. Yeah, as in you could walk anywhere, anywhere. else. Anywhere, there was no him. path. There's no trail. He just <laughs> assumes that he's going to follow the exact path. And he does. He manages to put his foot in both bear traps. And one at only a time, had... though. That was the best part. He stepped in one. Ow! Oh. he makes another step. Ah! Oh. And then he just, like, screams and fires his gun in the air and falls. And then, you... and then has a chest wound from fucking what? Yeah. That was good. I liked that part. I did rewind the scene where he stepped in the both traps, so I thought that was great. Yeah, that absolutely amazing. It reminded me of a Sideshow Bob stepping on the rakes. <laughs> Oh, I almost wish he fell onto a bear trap when he fell. Absolutely, <laughs> should have been. Oh my god, yeah. another hand yeah. into a bear yeah. trap oh. that is face. Like, then, a, like a little mouse trap. Oh. Step on one, they all start popping. Oh my god, oh. and then people start looking for Carl, which is like the most unrealistic part of this whole movie. <laughs> like literally, nobody gives a shit where Carl is. Um, that was that was the the main female lead, whatever her name is. She's running around in her underwear looking for <laughs> anybody. Cause, From Slumber Party Massacre. Yes. Yep. yep. And now everybody's dead. 
Like, I believe she's, she's a dance teacher now. Really? Or she was a, 10, 15 years ago. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love when she finds everybody dead <laughs> and doesn't call the cops. She calls, calls the real the estate broker. As you do. You <laughs> and, and she delivers my favorite letter. Like, Alex, come over quick. Everybody's been murdered. That's what I do. It's <laughs> just like... Whenever I find someone yeah. lying around outside my building, I call the property manager. I think <laughs> call the pro- yeah. Please. Call the super. You guys, you guys need Come to quick. send someone over here to, and, and clean this guy out. Everybody's been murdered. Like- Absolutely the best reaction for this whole movie. The thing that made the movie for me was she goes over, she finds Lisa Loring's body in the in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. She looks down. There's in blood is written Jeff was here. <laughs> the next move she goes into the kitchen, she finds her husband stabbed and she says, "Who did this?" <laughs> Motherfucker, it was Jeff. It just said that in blood on and, the hot tub. And, and, the, and the blood on the hot tub looked like t-shirt puffy paint. It, was very, it didn't look like blood at all. It was very, very nicely written. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that was, was big then, the, the, the puffy the, it was. The writing. It was totally you could puffy. go to any flea market or, or anywhere and get those, get that done up at those little, those little boutiques. Which is what they probably did. You, I would imagine that's exactly. I'm gonna write. Or Jeff the, was or, here with puffy you know, paint on the, the name, counter at your shop. You totally should. <laughs> the names in mirror letters. Ooh, oh, man! Probably gave that as a as a wrap gift. <laughs> Those like screen printed Coke mirrors. With whatever money they had left, and not paying Wednesday Adams to be naked in that that tub. God damn, man! They should have paid her a lot. I. That's where all the budget went. And the budget was probably like. 50 bucks. God, I hope they paid her a lot of money for this. That's that's unforgivable. She is naked a lot in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so th- yeah. basically this is the denouement of our movie. Mm-hmm. She, you know, I didn't know when I was when I rented Iced one uh, you didn't. two times, something like that. You know, I didn't know that there was a, oh, a huge name in it. A I didn't huge know name. that it was Wednesday Adams because I, you know, even then... You know, I wasn't watching the Adams Family. No. Yeah. Monsters, maybe, for now. But, you know, not even really. I mean, give me something in color. Come on. Uh, the new Adams Family. That's true. Yeah. Well, see, there you go. She was in the Iced remake. Yeah, and... <laughs> yeah, there's some sort of quote. Uh, when I was looking for stuff about Lisa Loring, she was like, listen, I'll never do schlock. Yes, I saw that quote too. <laughs> That's like on her IMDb page, yeah, and, it's like, and it's like right above. It's, it's like, 1987. It's just, it's just, I, I'll never do schlock, but I'd love to do a Quentin Tarantino movie. And it's like that was the quote. You made iced. When she said, "Was she I, a lot of drugs?" She said, "That's that's fair." I think she, she said, doesn't remember ice. That's God. I for her sake, I hope she doesn't yeah, remember it ice. Does, it doesn't date the quote. I will not do any schlock, but I'd love to do a Quentin Tarantino oh, film. Whoa, you'd love to do a Quentin Tarantino film. Wow. <laughs> how oh, surprising. How bold of you. You want to have some kind of career. <laughs> All right. Just do your horror conventions. Shut up. <laughs> She's saying the same thing about you on a podcast right now. <laughs> you should have been an iced. I would have been uh, young. I would have been youngish. I could have been... Spoiler, the child at the end that finds After yeah, I, she started laying good. down the law as a hooker, non-sex role. Yes. It says non-sex <laughs> role? non-sex role. Because it's a porno. Hooker, non Oh. Then, what else she do? Blood Frenzy it's before a porno? this. She Apparently. was in a porno. That's where she met her husband. 
She was a makeup artist. I'll never do schlock, but I'll do iced, then porn. <laughs> then, I, yes. then I'll play a hooker in a porno. Okay. Non-sex role. A non-sex role. She and was it, in a non-sex role. Has she done role. any legitimate movie ever in the history of uh, yeah. she was, life? I think she was a... <laughs> Dr. Spine. <laughs> Dr. Spine? Yeah. She did... She 2015, was, too. Dr. Spine? Sometimes life isn't all cracked up to Jesus, be. This looks good. Can I can I yes. hold your phone for a second? <laughs> yeah, and she was, but she was also like the replacement cricket on uh, Days of Our Lives or whatever that's. I can so watch this was. on Prime. Oh, oh, Reggie Bannister, Joe Ooh. Estevez. Holy shit, Reggie Bannister Judy and Joe Estevez. You guys want to talk about Doctor Spine? Holy Judy Tenuta! I said Judy Tenuta. Uh, wow, that's great. I actually, I'm really excited about this movie. The world needs more Judy Tenuta. I feel like... <laughs> I think I know that. Guy. Welcome back she... to the Funbox Monster Podcast, where Matt and Damien play on the phone and <laughs> read about Dr. Spine. Wolf McKinney in it. <laughs> but we could... Tiffany Shepis. No, I like her. I do too. <laughs> John Wesley Norton. Hold on. I'm probably Facebook friends with this guy. <laughs> Wait, send him a message and tell him to come over. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm just... I just I need I to see. Care. He's directed thirteen movies. Really? Were you in one? <laughs> You're afraid that you were. <laughs> no, I'd know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would. Paranormal <laughs> Calamity. He directed. Do you know who directed Vlop the Impaler or whatever that movie was? Ghost the Impaler. <laughs> yes. Well, he was a he's a huge uh, German splatter director. It was his first movie in America. Really? Is it the guy that did Killer Condom? Look, you know, it's not appreciated. <laughs> no, he's, he's the director of... Okay, I'm done. Okay. I don't know anything, what I'm looking at. Uh, next uh, week we'll be talking about Dr. Spine. He directed... Yeah. It's on Prime. Well, hey, I'll watch Dr. Spine. It's, uh, he directed the Violent Shit trilogy. Or I was going to oh, spell that out, seeing how yeah. that was the only German splatter things I have any knowledge. So, that makes perfect sense. Why, oh, don't you, okay. why don't you back off? Okay, okay. Because yeah. the Impaler starring Felissa Rose. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm in another movie with coming up. Hey, friends. Did you know that Coast City Comics and the Funbox Monster Emporium are not only purveyors of fine podcasts, we're also a store? What? I know. We have tons of games, comics, toys, both new and vintage. We also design and print our own t-shirts, patches, magnets, and pins. All this stuff is available in both our brick-and-mortar store in downtown Portland, Maine, and on our website. If you come to visit the Portland, Maine store, we also have a great selection of pinball machines that you can play. We're always buying and trading vintage video games, toys, comics, horror, monster magazines, toys, memorabilia. If you have something to buy, sell, or trade, just give us a call at the store, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. We're at Coast City Comics on Instagram, and we're just Coast City Comics on Facebook. Thanks so much. All right, fine. We just need to explain the ending of this movie. So everybody's this, dead. Final girl. Sure. Final girl. Final girl. Everybody's dead. But, so yeah, he drops the gun. Uh, oh, okay. Husband, uh, boyfriend, whatever, pulls the knife out and is slowly crawling up the stairs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got that. Um, We're just like fast forwarding big time. Who cares? Well, well yeah, fast forward big but time. Exactly. So, you know. I thought that, there's another scene ruined by the editing where she's, uh, the dude's, she's under the bed and she takes those scissors yep. and she stabs dude right in the leg mm-hmm. and then just cuts to the guy walking up the stairs. Yep. It's like, you had such a cool, and then you find out he had a wooden leg, so that's why right. that didn't you, stop him. 
but you just cut right away from that. When yeah, you could have showed like how badass of the killer would have looked if you just stabbed him in the leg and he just kept going. He didn't well, even care. If you pulled like, the oh. scissors out and not done anything about it, or like yeah, just something, or just like flip the bed up, like it would have been so much more imposing. Right. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't even care about the scissors, but no, they just cut right away. Yeah, he doesn't even care about those. He doesn't even care about the scissors. <laughs> and then, uh, okay, so this is this is where the movie. <clears throat> I mean, it's gone off the rails several times, but I mean, this is like, this is the, the most memorable part. I think this is one of the reasons, aside from Naked Lisa Loring, that this is remembered by so many people as kind of a cult movie, is this insane ending. <laughs> where he's, she kicks him, and he stumbles backwards. Then, as he's breaking through the window, he the gets shot. shoots him. And then he gets his foot tangled his up in a leg, drapery cord. Wooden leg tangled up in a drape cord. Falls over the banister. <laughs> and then it's like, aha, he's going to be saved. But no, he has a wooden leg. Yep. So the so wooden leg comes off. off and then he falls to his death. Uh, we'll admit, that was awesome. <laughs> so. And we know he falls to his death because he puts his head down one last time in the snow. Yep. And that's that's the end of him. They failed so many other deaths in this. Is that it his that death one was great. Time? That's his death. He's you dead. Sure? Oh, he's dead forever because what's cut? Five years later, <laughs> another time passage. We get to a bunch of people making a snowman. Who are they? Well, no, it's the, the fucking girl it's the, it's and the, the guy. Girl, they're married now and they have the, their own kids. They yeah, they're, so their kids are making a snowman. Their kids grew like to be eight years old in five years. And they're like, Mister, yes. do you mind if we make a snowman out of you? <laughs> well, that's of course that is the problem. Is that okay? So the the end of this is of course him jumping out of the snowman. She goes to put the eyes on the snowman, and when she does, it starts bleeding. It starts bleeding. He busts out of it and then freeze frames. Why does it bleed from the eye? Why does it bleed from the eye? Why was he a snowman? He put a hat on it. It was like, Happy New Year! Jackie Vernon. (laughs) But absolutely, that kid had to have known there was a person in there. I just had to have asked the person. I don't care about anything else in the movie. I just want to know why it bleeds from the eye. Because he's got the goggles on underneath. I just want to know. Where is the blood? Where is the the blood coming from. I want to know if that kid is intentionally encasing that man in snow. I don't think there ever was a man, though. I think that's a total okay. flashback, post-traumatic thing from the girl. She's just and because also, Then if you're going to do that, she has to come to. Storm. Right. Yeah, but Friday She comes to style. after the freeze frame. <laughs> but we also... The, does I mean, she? Does she? Sure, <laughs> it's off camera. But that's Jeff too. She comes back. Who jumps out of the snowman? Yeah, that was that wasn't Alex. It was Jeff. Oh, or at least it looked like Jeff oh. to me. Oh, so is Jeff? Back. I don't know any of the characters' names because that, uh, that would be, Jeff's the original killer, right, not the real estate broker. That killer. would be your that would be your easy out is that now you have your Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees zombie killer for your sequels that you're gonna make millions. <laughs> what what if? Jeff's back as zombie Jeff to get revenge for Alex oh, being killed. Man, this who is getting go on who for, is getting revenge for? It's oh. gonna be. It's gonna man, go on for a cycle of ice for decades. Mug. Well, I don't like undead Jeff. I I, I really prefer. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer classic Jeff. I prefer talking to himself at a bar, Jeff. <laughs> I'm really a fan of Jeff from Part Five when he's not Jeff. He's someone else. Jeff takes my hat. He's actually Jason. Oh, I can't believe I gave him new goggles in Part Six. <laughs> Uh, so unrealistic when he went to space. 
people rate the goggles, the different goggles, oh. like the Michael Myers masks. Oh they're my like, god! No, they're best, best. <laughs> Neca's making a series of goggles. <laughs> Oh, Damien, you're going to be so bummed out. I mean, you know, with all the Friday the 13th crap that's going on, they, NECA was just about to release a replica Part 5 mask. And I think that they might be frozen because of all the Friday the 13th uh, licensing nonsense. Victor. Yep. You might not be able to get one of those masks. Yeah, uh, the, I saw Twitter, Friday the 13th game and, and yeah. stuff, asking us, you know, not we're better than... This, you know, don't make death threats towards Victor Miller. Oh, and, for God's sake. And I was like, I didn't make a death threat. I just challenged him to a cage match. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's like 90. So. He's 78. Four. <laughs> 77. Who cares? Still, still, that would be a death match. I didn't say it was fair. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Is, it, is what he's doing fair? You know what? He could be a Jack Palance and he could kick your ass. That's you never know. That's it, man. That's great. I'm all for it. That would be amazing. <laughs> Oh, God. What is his deal? Why is he doing this? He's a baby. <laughs> He's a 74-year-old baby. baby. And but, So, and I was... I was trying to figure out. I was like, he didn't write the character of Roy Burns. Can we just take Roy oh. and have Roy stuff? And then that way we could, <laughs> we could, we could bring back Roy and Tommy, because he didn't write Tommy either. I so can we could. just... We, we just can't... You know, you don't call it Friday the 13th. You call it... I'm just Tommy thinking Jarvis. Of, I'm just thinking of like horror nerd lawyers defending this in the courtroom. Well, and, and, and Shelley, like yeah. discussing, he was just talking about it because he's a lawyer. Shelley. Oh, really? Shelley yeah. Finkelstein. Yeah. <clears throat> Larry Zerner is a lawyer. Wow. He was talking about the whole, the whole legal thing. But I'm thinking Roy Resurrection, <laughs> and uh, and you get um, one of the Tommy Jarvises back. I would be all about that. Which version of Tommy Jarvis do you want back? They'll all do it. <laughs> I want I want Return of the Living Dead, Tommy Jarvis. Uh, what Matthews? Um, I'll take Shepard back. Uh, Return of the Living Dead of, or GTFO? No way, man. GTFO. Wow, oh, damn, man. Wrong. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I, I'll I take want Shepherd. That, I want that dude to get more work. Commentary of all time, which you still haven't listened to. I still haven't listened. You will to watch it. Iced five times. <laughs> <laughs> will not listen to the commentary for Friday Thirteenth Part Five. I will do that for you, <laughs> and and that's and that's that. All right, I'm going to wrap this up because it's been so wonderfully incoherent. But thank you so much, Damien, for being here, and Matt, of course. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'll be back. I swear we'll do one that's better than this next time. Pick a movie on my Letterbox HD list. Okay. We'll, we'll do that. Well, we should definitely do something in the in the crazy like animals run amok kind of genre. We could do like grizzly or something. We can do that. The, ooh. Oh shit! We need to do prophecy. Oh, prophecy. oh man, because it's a main movie technically. Do you guys say killer animal movies? Yes. Kind of all about those. I know. So was <laughs> Damien. So. Oh nice. That's that's his that's his shtick. Mm-hmm. So awesome. If you want to go on, you know, I have a list called elevated murder movies. That way. You know, I don't call them slashers, so that way, you know, it's, it's like the psychological thriller of, uh, so elevated murder movies. You go on there, you can pick any movie on my list, and we can talk about that. Excellent. Uh, you can find us at Coast City Comics, uh, and at Coast City Comics on Facebook, and you can find Damien online. He's on Instagram and Twitter and all these things, at something. Matt Awkward VHS Fiend, Instagram. Yep. And Damien is, I think... At Damien. Just my name. Is it? Yeah. Yes. So there it is. You'll figure it out. (laughs) He's out there somewhere. Uh, Thank you all and have a good night.